bad bees, lahin, bad bees, lahin, bad bees, bad bees, bad bees, lahin. Bad baseline, bad baseline, bad base, bad base, bad baseline. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Joe Scrabbles, and we've been listening to UK Garage. <laughs> uh, I'm joined by Simon Cardi. Hello. I am. Um, I was slightly too young for the height of the UK Garage scene, but I'm enjoying its renaissance in this room. Today. I'm. I'm only. I was only ever exposed to it through Now compilations. It was always oh, right. on disc two of the Now compilations. Mm, the, dark the UK side. Garage. Yeah, mm. that's where Radiohead and UK Garage <laughs> came through. <laughs> Uh, and we're joined by Dale Driver. Yes, Dale Driver, who lived the UK garage scene, guys. <laughs> you were I big, was, in, big was, in the Cov garage scene. I was in my prime. Like Craig David, I remember like, I was like 16 when Craig David hit the scene. You were you? Yeah. You told me the other day that your late 20s were your prime. If you have multiple primes. No, my late, my late definitely... 20s was my prime. I said I was in the UK garage prime. Oh, okay. it's, it's peaks and troughs for Dale. Yeah. <laughs> and the UK garage prime was very much a three-month period. It was quite, quite a small little window. What's your... Fondest memory of the UK garage scene now. Oh, it must be re-rewind. I was thinking that actually, yeah. rebound for the reload or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, I remember there was a bunch of absolute garbage eyes. What was that one called? Um, oh, the sweet like chocolate. Do you remember? Oh, that one? Um, oh uh, no, was it Shanks and Bigfoot. Shanks and Bigfoot. The one I, the one I remembered the other day was like um, uh, <laughs> was uh, Baby Cakes by Three of a Kind. Yes, Baby that wasn't. Cakes. Quite, that was quite post Baby UK cakes. garage. Did you meet someone online called Baby Cakes once uh, in Overwatch? Tommy Baby Cakes. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you meant like you met, could, you met someone who you'd met online. Like you'd gone <laughs> no, to meet no, Baby no, Cakes no. in person. I could have a list of about a thousand funny Overwatch names by now. I should have kept. Yeah, list there's of been all quite a few. I've still haven't created the compilation of us shouting at someone called Mr. Apples. <laughs> Mr. Apple, and that was just an innocent one, but for some reason it was hilarious. Well, it's because Mr. Apples was really good, and we were all furious Wait, at him. Why is Tommy Baby Cakes not innocent? Oh, Tommy, nice baby that's a wholesome name. Tommy Baby Cakes t- is not a wholesome <laughs> name. That's the name of a pervert. Like, imagine calling yourself Tommy Baby Cakes. What kind of things you'd have in, in your capacity. house? <laughs> imagine what's in his house. Right. You'd never catch me doing that. I've been away for two weeks. You've been away for a bit. A bit. We've About all been abroad. Yeah. I haven't seen you in like three weeks. I know, it's been mad. I know. I've longed for you. Well, long no more, because <laughs> I'm here to touch you. There you go. We all, I believe have seen the Nintendo Direct that happened last week. Uh, I've seen it in piecemeal. Like okay. I've seen all the videos that came out of it. We were um, actually we were in the air when it was happening, yes. so I couldn't have me, live. Me and the soon-to-be-departed Andrew Goldfarb, in sad R-I-B. news, a friend of the podcast. This is the first time it's been said on a podcast, all isn't round, it? All-round yeah. legend. Yeah. All-round news legend. We're announcing it for the podcast. Architect of my success. <laughs> uh, Andrew Goldfarb is leaving, but we spent last week in uh, Las Vegas at the Dice Awards, which we'll talk about a bit later. But we had a nice little hotel room party for the Nintendo Direct. Nice. We set it up, so we were watching on, a, watching on an iPad, and we both had our laptops out ready to write. We didn't write anything. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's one of the best Nintendo Directs I was gonna that say, I've ever seen. It ticked a lot of boxes for yeah. you, I imagine. Considering it didn't include any major titles, mm. like no Pokemon, no Link's Animal Crossing. So- no, any announced major okay, titles. Okay, right. oh, so okay. like everyone went in expecting to see a load of stuff mm. and they just got a load of different yeah. stuff, oh, right. which was really cool. Yeah, sure. I was okay. expecting some Animal Crossing, but... that'll They'll do a whole separate thing yeah. for that. I yeah. think that'll be a big E3 one. Because it'll be either Animal Crossing or Pokemon or both at E3. Yeah. That'll be their one. Because, you know, they do the themed booth every year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's going to be one of them. Imagine if it's an Animal Crossing village. Yeah, I want want Pokemon more. I love that. Um, But I thought we could just go quickly through the highlights. Mm. It started with Mario Maker 2, which isn't a thing I was totally in love with anyway, but... So many people on my timeline were immediately overjoyed when that was announced that it's worth. Yeah, I mentioning. never played the original yeah. Mario Maker. Are you interested in? Because we're going to talk about Dreams later as well. Yes. Are you interested in just creation as a game? I am. I'm more. I've never. I've never really had the desire to make my own games. That's the thing. I like. Mm. I've always liked design. Like the more arts, I'd like designing things. But the prospect of designing a game to me has never really. So Mario Maker's not for you. Maybe not, but I would enjoy playing through the levels, so maybe I'd enjoy that. That's it. I I like the idea of just being able to drop into other people's stuff. 
I feel like there's a world of difference between what Dreams is for making a level and what yeah, Mario yeah. Maker we'll is get as them. well. Yeah, we will. Like, I feel like anybody could sort of put together a basic Mario Maker level. Yeah. Obviously, you can do crazy things with it as well, but Dreams is just a different fucking beast. Yeah, that's true. Dreams is very odd. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to rush through a few things that excited me, but maybe no one else. Fire Emblem Three Houses still continues to look like my perfect game. I can't wait for it. Uh, there is a, a whole faction in it called the Leicester Alliance. Okay. I'm calling my character either Jamie Vardy or <laughs> Claudio Ranieri, and I'm nice. going to lead the Leicester Alliance to glory. Well, not Harry Maguire. Go for that. Well, yeah. Slabhead. He could Slab-head. be one of my boys. <laughs> um, Damon X Machina, which is a mad-looking cel-shaded mech game. I kept thinking that was a joke. I saw Damon <laughs> Damon Hatfield tweeting about yeah. it and I was like oh it's just some sort of clever joke that he's making here yeah. it's a bonkers <laughs> mech game I remember like, the they revealed it E3 I think in the yes. direct it was and the I remember first that thing trailer, in the direct yeah, it opened it and I was like this is mental so uh, to my knowledge it's run by or it's made by a load of ex mech people so there's like armoured core <laughs> and stuff okay that came out weird <laughs> um, but Optimus like, Prime is on it yeah there's some legends on it, but only if you're well into your mech stuff. And I okay. like my mech stuff. I don't know the people who make it. Mm. Um, the demo for that game, I played... It's it's four missions long. I played it for three hours on a flight. I was wow. obsessed oh with it. God. And I'm just replaying all the Why? Levels. Is there, like, high score things? So it's, it's that you have... Throughout the demo, you have one mech that you're upgrading, and you can earn different stuff. So mm. it's like random loot drops. So basically, I was just building this mad bright yellow mech with a sword and a bazooka, and it was great. Um, mm. I highly recommend trying that demo if you're at all interested. Mm. And Maybe uh, also a new Hideki Kamiya platinum game, which is going to be just the best. You're a, like, you're um, a, big, you're a big platinum guy. Full aren't you, on Jake? platinum and yeah. Kamiya fan. And it's a game about being like future police, but they're tied together by a weird chain and there's a robot dog. Because why not? Into it. <laughs> uh, and also there's a rumour that Nintendo's going to revive Scalebound, which is his game that he had cancelled at Microsoft. Oh my God. So, and you were God, well into that. I was, yeah, I've seen that being played by Kamiya. You are. There's a bit in a where rare you can, group of people. You can transfer your mind into a dragon and make it do kung fu. It's great. <laughs> um, uh, the big one, obviously, Tetris 99. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you were obsessed with it. Uh, Tetris 99, yes. I thought yeah. you were going to say Link's Awakening. I know, that was the, that's a fun joke, Yes, Dale. but I thought you were going to move straight on to that. Anyway, oh. uh, Tetris 99, yes. When I saw, so when we saw the announcements, actually, when we got off the flight and I was on my phone yeah. while we were in the taxi. And we were scrolling through and I said, I read out loud, there's a Tetris Battle Royale game and everybody laughed. Yeah. And then I, for a second, thought, I'm well into that. Oh, I thought you were saying, for a second, I was like, they've done me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I fucking love Tetris. Yeah. I've played pretty much every variation of Tetris Mm -hmm. there is. And as soon as we got to the hotel, I was like, I couldn't get on the internet on my Switch in the hotel because it needs a web portal. Yeah, so I haven't got to play it yet, which is a nightmare. Mm. Hotspot your phone, mate. That's what I did. Hotspot that phone. I spent six hours or so playing Tetris Effect. Wait, Um, sorry. Sorry, in Montreal. In Montreal. So... Wait a second. <laughs> How much rinse. have you spent on data to play Tetris 99? Uh, I've, well, I've got 20 gigs of data, so I'm, I'm, I don't know, at least a few gigs. I would love least. if you get a bill for like 400 I was going to say, even abroad, for a free-to-play <laughs> game. <laughs> so actually, Joe, with EE, you get to transfer your data abroad, so it just works just like at home. What? I'm on EE. And you don't get that? I just spent four pounds a day for three weeks. No, two weeks. I'm on You've got the wrong package, mate. Fuck me. This is bullshit. I'm on Virgin. Costs five pound a megabyte. Oh, oh my God. Unbelievable. Branson's got you. That's how he got his island. I know. I've he's definitely got, got the deal with E where my data me. just works in every country. Not every country. It didn't I get work it in, in Cuba, Europe. But it works in America and Canada. Fucking yeah. hell. So yes, I was hotspotting my phone pretty nope. much every morning. I really hope Al doesn't listen to this because I just put through quite a big expense for data. Um... You know, it's a free-to-play game. Yeah. Are there actually any microtransactions? Well, it's not technically free-to-play because you need Nintendo Online. So oh, okay. what they've done is created a fancy way of making you want to pay for online. And, and it's it did. working. And I did it. I want it. <laughs> yeah. You did it. Yeah. Uh, I've I've came second a few times. I've came third a few times. I've still that elusive first place is Story eluding of your me. Life, right. So really? what's yeah. the deal with it? Is it is Tetris? But like, can you affect other people's games? Absolutely affect. Oh right. So because I didn't know whether it was just a race. Or like the opposite of a race, if you so, were the last still going. So sometimes I'm, I'm playing it and I'm thinking, maybe I shouldn't just do the auto drop down. I should let them slowly come down because there's at points where I feel like that would be more beneficial. Yeah. So how it works is the right stick, uh, you can target what type of players you want to send your blocks to. And you gain... What do you mean type of players? So you can target attackers, people who are attacking you. 
Right. You can target you can target randoms and it'll just randomly select people. Yeah. You can target people who are near death, so KOs it's oh, called. That's mean. And then you can just send a final food. But you can do this on the fly, you can adjust it as you go. So there's like an extra game of managing where what? you're sending blocks but as well. what are you sending? I don't under, I don't mind. So, so say if you get a Tetris, if you get four lines, yeah. I think, so bear in mind this goes very fast. It's very hard to tell what's going on sometimes. But with what I've, what I've seen, say if you get Tetris, you'll send one or two lines to another person and it'll raise four them. Four lines? It'll raise them from the bottom. Oh, that's naughty. There's, e- there's several periods where you can get raised from the bottom by like seven rows. And all of a sudden you just spiked up and then you're panicking big time and you're trying to awful. combat it. It can be, it can be like, it gets very intense. Obviously yeah. at the end it's super fast and sometimes it's completely out of your control. Yeah. It's very much down to who's targeting you and if they're targeting you. Mm-hmm. You can't just select like random people. It just, it selects for you, but you'll see where the pointer goes and it points, you can see all 99 screens as well. Yeah. See all the little miniature versions and it points towards them. Uh, so yeah, you, part of the game is playing Tetris, but part of the game is managing where you're targeting your That's pieces so to. And also you've got a bow on the left telling you when you've got incoming. Like if you don't fight this off, you're going to get more lines coming at the bottom. Right. So you've got either, if you get rid of lines, it removes some of them. Okay. But you've also got to be prepared for them coming as well. Oh so it's, it's very intense and very fast and it's brilliant. It How horrible. much <laughs> does an average game last? Um, it, does I'd, it speed up quite quickly? Yes, it speeds up massively. So when you get to the final 50, it w- alerts you saying you're in the final 50 and then it just like goes super fast. Okay. And when you get to final 10, it's insane. Like they're just flying, pieces are flying yeah. everywhere. You can do that old Tetris technique where if you keep spinning it on the spot, it yeah. stays there for a little bit. It won't settle. Mm. So you can buy yourself time by doing that. And you can see while you're doing that, you're looking at what the next piece you're yeah. going to get is. So there is, so there is some little techniques to it. Um, it's crazy because you can see everyone else's screen. The amount of times I've got to like third place or second place. And then I see the other person's screen after they beat me. And they're still at the bottom row. And so I was like, how is that even possible? I don't know how people are so good at Tetris. I yeah. believe in you. You'll win one day. I, I mean, I'm going to keep trying. But like I said, in Montreal, I played like one or two hours every morning before we went out. Are you mm. doing any just, work? Yes, mate. I was <laughs> also writing my, my wedding speech as well. Oh, also Rainbow Stuff. Your wedding speech is going to be full of like L block. It's going to be like, like oh, I love the day when we first met you. Line piece, line piece. <laughs> I don't know what where I was going with that. About. <laughs> just in the middle of the speech. L block. The first time we met, Triangle piece. There's not even a triangle piece. Is that what you call oh, lost it? L-block. Yeah, that's what I call her a line piece. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, they God. finished off with Zelda Link's Awakening remake, right. which mm. are you either like I'm this is a game big that, into it. Yeah, there's this is a game that people seem to either be in love with. Mm. Or just have never played. I've never played it, but I'm not the world's biggest Zelda fan. Yeah. Well, yeah. nor am I though. I'm not a massive Zelda fan at all. But Link's Awakening was like was the game I had with my Game Boy. I had yeah. that, and I think I had um, a Wario Land and um, Super Mario uh, Land. One of them. Anyway. Oh, the one, Tetris, the one where you were a tiny little Mario. Yes, what exactly. was it? Six so, gold coin. Six gold something. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, I know. Which, I, that I, one's I vividly good. remember um, sitting in a hospital waiting room when I cut my knee open, and I had to wait there for about four hours. And I just remember playing Link's Awakening the entire time when I was there. And I, do you know what? I don't even think I ever finished it. I, I had that game too young, and I remember specifically where I got stuck. I can remember yeah. the screen I got stuck on and it haunts me to this day and I'm going to destroy it. Because we never, obviously the Game Boy didn't have like a saving function either. Yeah. So you just restart the game. So the intro of that game, I must have saw like a mm. hundred times, <laughs> easy. Um, and I actually can't remember I mean, how game, good of a game it is. I just have a lot of nostalgia. The Game Boy did have a saving function. It's just that saves were like did in, it? in points. Yeah, otherwise how do people play Pokemon? <laughs> Oh, wait, well, that's more modern Game Boys. I'm talking about the original Game Boy. Did the that original have a Game Boy slot? Pokemon it must have had a save. Yeah. I do not remember that having the a save. The original game had... Yeah, the original Game Did Boy had save. Did it save on the cartridge? Yeah. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not remember that at all, by the way, so I'm misremembering <laughs> You just that. missed this. <laughs> okay, start. Imagine <laughs> you just ignoring saves, being like, Link's Awakening is impossible. Hey, man, I had uh, the PlayStation 1 I never had a memory card with, and I used to play all my games from start every time. I played Resident Evil. I would just play it until I died, and then I'll just start it all over again. And just you were the playing. original roguelike player. That's just mad. I would never even dream of doing that these days. That's so weird. But what I'm basically trying to say is, I'm very excited to actually see Link's Awakening, the entire game, yeah. and play through it properly. This art style looks I think it's incredible. Brilliant. It looks I love it. It's such yeah. a nice... It's like an iteration on what they did with Link Between Worlds, which I think mm. was amazing. Um, I like you, that Zelda, more than any other series, I think, almost has a different art style every yeah, single there's game. A, there's a really good piece on the site from Tom Marks just about that, where he's like, mm. I've, I've 
he's sort of recognised 13 distinct art styles yeah. throughout the whole I series. I can't think it's of amazing. another game that does that. No, because it's mad. Yeah. <laughs> why would you reinvent it every time? Come on, Nintendo. And that's why there's ideas. 49 different types of Link in Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really like this like tilt-shift, chibi, miniature mm. Zelda yeah. thing. And it kind of fits with the whole it's all a dream thing mm. because mm. it can look a bit mad. Yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward to and it. And I will definitely play it, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm. Why not? That's my reasoning. Why yeah, not? That's true. That's the that's the cool thing about Zelda is you know you're going to get one every two years, even if it's not like a mainline. They've yeah. been do- I did. I only realised this the other day, like looking it up, just going, oh shit, yeah, there has been a Zelda at least every two years mm. for the last like sixteen years or something, which yeah. is great. Did you for any moment think it was going to be on the 3DS instead of the Switch? I was quite worried about that because yeah. they, yeah, they are still pushing like. WarioWare Gold, which is a game I desperately want to play, is on a console that I haven't charged yes. for the last three years. And you're like, come on, just know, give me some. I, I was convinced it was going to be on there. Yeah. And then thank God it's not. But that's the thing. I would. This is the game that would make me get my 3DS back really? out. I would okay. play this in a heartbeat. Because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Link Between Worlds. I, I genuinely think that the last. After this comes out, the last three Zelda games could be the best three Zelda games Ooh. Breath of the Wild, Link Between Worlds, and maybe this. What do you reckon, why do you reckon they chose this one specifically? Because it has that. It, it's yeah, hitting cool exactly numbers. the right part of retro nostalgia, yeah. but it's also not important enough to the series for a remake to be like problematic. You like sure. if they tried yeah. to remake. They tried to remake I mean, they've Ocarina, done lots then. of remakes. Yeah. Yeah. They did the HD version, didn't they? Those yeah. are HDs rather yeah, than remakes. I like, I bet there'll be major the differences. The Wind Waker one was a pretty major. It wasn't a remake, but it was no. a pretty big facelift. They had, yeah, and they, it was a big facelift, and they changed a few elements as yeah. well. Like, they made stuff easier. Mm. Um, yeah, I can see them making big changes. A, that was just a straight That was 3DS as well. Well, not a port. Yeah, that was just Why isn't that on Switch yet? Yeah, I'd just like put a, it on it. How hard is guess it? Guess all of those <laughs> 3DS virtual console. Come on, just cancel that old one. Uh, so that's Nintendo Direct. Mm. Where I watched that, I've just Las nearly Vegas. thrown this off the a Las Vegas uh, off the table. Why were you in a Las Vegas bedroom? I was you at the Harlot the dice, <laughs> the dice conference and awards ceremony. Which um, are either of you two? particularly aware of DICE as the awards rather than the developer? Uh, n- not really. Yeah. I, like, I see it come up every year, that's but it. I don't really pay mm. much attention. That's what, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, that's a thing that happened. Mm. Uh, so I didn't really know what it was and uh, got invited to go out with Goldfarb, so we, we had a nice little Vegas trip one together. Last uh, it's the most condensed set of millionaires that I've ever been amongst. Oh my God. It's really weird. So it's basically... In a very simplistic way, it's essentially a conference along the same lines as GDC, which is for developers specifically, mm-hmm. and not really for press. Yeah. But this is for like executives. So like you're just walking around and like Phil Spencer's over there and Ted Price is over there and like all these <laughs> the people who make big decisions and lots of money are yeah. all just hanging out and having chats and stuff. That's mad. And it's a very odd place. Like so on the first day, by complete coincidence. Shuhei Yoshida just asked Goldfarb out for dinner. Oh so God. we ended up going out and just having dinner. And so I've had people on Twitter, because uh, Yoshida posted a picture of us. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've had people asking, like, what did you talk about? Imagine the, <laughs> imagine the scoops. He was just asking me about Brexit. It was yeah, just really. dinner. Yeah. Like, we just had a nice chat. He seems yeah. like the, one of the loveliest men. He's amazing. He also, one of the best parts of that dinner was... Um, He'd listened to the episode of Beyond I was on. Ain't that mad. And I'd mentioned <laughs> a story that involved him, but I'd got a fact wrong. And I realized afterwards <laughs> yeah. that I'd got the fact wrong. And at dinner, he was like, I heard you on Beyond. And um, actually, you got that wrong. I was like, I know I did. I'm really oh, sorry. Oh Shit, I didn't expect <laughs> you to hear. Um, it was really interesting. It was just like, it's oddly humanizing to see just like, you know, like people, like fucking Sean Layden from PlayStation mm-hmm. at 10 in the morning just desperately needing a coffee you're, yeah. you're kind of reminded that yeah, these are real people exactly right. um, and it's, it was really interesting as a it's a set of panels that leads to an awards show basically and so the panels are kind of along 
broader lines than usual. So it's things like Xbox going like, here's how we're going to make 2 billion people play our products instead yeah. of 60 million and that kind of so stuff. So who are these for? Are they for It's mostly investors? for developers. Oh, so like, there's a whole yeah. second day which are roundtables where people can just walk into a room and sit around tables and talk about nice. like issues. But the press are not allowed in those bits because okay. it makes everyone nervous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, there's a lot more candid talk going on. Yeah, like, so like, there's reports come out about Sony were talking openly about the Switch and yeah. Xbox stuff. And that's well, it, yeah. They, so yeah, Sean Layden kind of said, we love the Switch. The Switch yeah. sold the most consoles last year. We think it's amazing. You know, and mm. I, I like that kind of, it's the point at which everyone kind of just stops being on their PR sure, yeah. trip a bit. And so, you know, you kind of meet people and just talk about the so industry. It's like everyone sharing information mm. yeah. and sort of working together. And exactly. Who is it that decides these awards? Uh, so it's a panel of, like, developers and press, I believe. Okay. Um, so God of War won almost it everything. Was, yeah, sweet. Uh, we had a nice little chat with Corey Barlock, who is a very lovely man. And is he is. Weirdly excited about having been on IGN comments <laughs> and that he's got more hits than uh, Jeff Goldblum. He's wearing nice. slightly irritated that Jeff Kaplan's beating him as well. Oh, well, um, tell him when, when you got God of War 2, mate. Exactly. Come in, come do it back again. In. Do it again. Um, but yeah, it was just a very interesting time. Um, yeah, but mainly the point of this section is just to say, Chuya Yoshida didn't tell me any secrets. Don't ask no. me about them. He's just <laughs> nice and it was a good Joe. dinner. Did Hello? you tell him how many platinum trophies I have? I didn't actually. What I'm so fuck? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My mate Dale, you wouldn't believe it. He's going for Hundo. Yeah. He plays PlayStation as well. Juhei <laughs> <laughs> loves to play as well, though. He goes oh, from. Yeah. Oh, of course he does. He's on brand, but still. He, yeah. he, he better. <laughs> Imagine if he was just like, fuck it. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, yeah, I did, um, I did tell. Uh, Ted Price from Insomniac that I'd got a plat my first ever platinum was in Spider-Man I missed out the fact that I was like I deeply <laughs> disappointed in the experience um, but yeah that was fun yeah. uh, you boys however went to Canada we, we yeah. are, isn't it mad that we are both in North America yeah. but in different places is that it's, mad? Almost like, it's almost like it's a massive continent <laughs> crazy um, yeah we were in Montreal which do you know what I've always I've heard the rumours Joe that um, that um that area of Canada is very French. Yes. I didn't realise how French <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, mate, it's French Like, every fun. shop front, every, like, first word you hear is bonjour. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, I always knew is obviously a French part of Canada, but mm. I didn't realise it was predominantly oh, it's predominant. Did you meet anyone who refused to speak English? No. We By met which people, I, when no. I say refused, I mean don't, didn't no. speak English. I also <laughs> find it funny how whatever shop you go in, they just, it's almost like you get used to it, they just go bonjour, hi. They, yeah. s they do give you both options. Oh, uh, that's cool. They do, they, they do that everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I have met a few people, I went there last year as well, and I met a few people that just couldn't speak English. Yeah. And you say English and they just say, no, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't speak it at all. Which is it's mad. It's a mad like, little pocket, isn't it? Because everywhere there is, like, everyone's prepared for both languages, mm. all the signs yeah. are in both languages, which begs the question, just choose one. <laughs> just stick with one. <laughs> I, uh, I lived in Canada till I was six, and mm. I used to have schooling one day in English and one day in French. Were mm. you in Quebec region? Then? No, I was in Ottawa. Okay. But they still, because everything's in dual languages, like all signs are in both languages and stuff like yeah. that, you get taught both mm. from an early age. I could yeah. speak better French at six than I could at GCSE. And it <laughs> yeah. annoys me to this day. I, know, right? I could speak conversational French as a six-year-old and then they took it yeah, away from me. And by they, I mean my parents. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Montreal's a lovely city. A lot of snow. We were there yeah. uh, very cold. It's like minus 14, wasn't mm. it? Uh, it wasn't quite when we got there. But, oh, right. uh it was like minus four or five one day. I think, so so bloody prepared for this. Yeah, snow. I know. If that it's happened no here, we'd, we'd shut I saw down. a guy just one point outside a restaurant, just in a digger, in a t-shirt, just driving his digger around, just oh, you, hoofing up snow. Just, <laughs> up it. Snow. just picking it up, lobbing it places. And I was like, this is impressive. Yeah. <laughs> but let's go on to the main reason. I was going to say, have we actually said why you were there? The main uh, reason yeah. there was for poutine. Yes. And Timbits. Yeah. Let me tell you about Timbits. God, I love Timbits. <laughs> um, Tim Hortons, if you don't know. I'd been to one before in Dubai, but I don't feel like I got the genuine Tim Hortons experience. Yeah, because it's in Dubai. I went yeah. not once, but twice in Canada to Tim wow. Hortons. Um, and I had a lot of Timbits. They're so cheap. If you don't know what a Timbit is, it's just a donut ball, a yeah. little donut ball, but there's many varieties. Um, Do you believe that they're the holes from other donuts? That's yeah, how that they... Doesn't... That's how they say that's it. That's how they mark them. The origin that. story is that they're the holes. <laughs> they're like off-cuts, really, aren't they? Yeah. But they're good. Twenty nine cents for a Timbit. You're obsessed with donuts at the moment. Yeah, you d in your dreams thing, you put donuts in there. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I've, it's a mad creation. We'll get on to dr keep teasing dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, had a lot of dreams up. recently. But yeah, 
yeah, can we actually talk about what you were there for? <laughs> yeah. Um, Rainbow Six. <laughs> that was it. I completely forgot. That's the yeah. end. Um, <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege Invitational. The big old, the big event. The big Rainbow Six Siege Championships. You're going to keep saying big. Rainbow is big. It's big. It's very big. Prize pool's big. Two million dollar oh, prize insane. pool. What? That's a lot, For isn't it? A game. I heard, <laughs> I think I heard someone saying that how much like some of those yeah. players get paid. Oh, it's mate. mad. Yeah. yeah, this is just like a bonus as well. Yeah, so I think you get four hundred grand alone for reaching the grand final. Good lord! I don't what, know. If that, I think that's split. It that must, must be. be I, think I was going to say yeah, that's yeah, f- between five. So that's still what eighty grand each for playing what? for playing rainbow. I mean, six. quick maths. We're being be very fair, good at it. When you watch them play it, you're like, I can't even fathom what you're doing right now. So there is definitely a. Quite a strong yeah. skill set required. Yeah. But, but who was it was saying? Somebody told us as well that a lot of esports players retire by like their mid 20s. Yeah, yeah you, because your reflexes. Yeah, the reflexes. Yeah, you just can't down. do yeah. it anymore. That's but mad. It is very impressive to watch. The yeah. arena itself is very impressive. Mm. My favorite bit is um, when, because they only play bomb, uh, whenever someone lays down a diffuser. The whole room just goes red and sirens start yeah. playing. That's cool. And the tension is just. Yeah. I like that. I'm not even playing and I feel really tense. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, the production was crazy. Production values are crazy. And yeah, I mean, we're not big into esports. I think that's no. fair to say. Yeah. Mm. Enjoy a little bit of Overwatch League. So the main reason we're really there is to look at what is coming up in the new season mm. Operation Burnt Horizon. Ooh, what which scary words in Australia with two Australian operators. Yes, please. You've got what a bit of f- Australian in you, ain't I you do. Joe? I've got a bit of everything. My dad's Australian. Yeah. And you've got Canada. Oh, he looks like he could. My dad actually does look a bit like a Rainbow Six Siege operator. He's Michael Keaton, but jacked and Australian. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think the new map in the Australian pack is called, Jay? Uh, is it called. Pub. No, no. <laughs> What's it called? Outback. Out- oh, <laughs> it fucking is. And it's like a shady motel. Yeah. Is it? In the Outback. It's like Wolf with Creek. Uruluru. Uruluru? That's right. Uluru. Uruluru. They have a. There was the like. Uruluru. Airs Rock. <laughs> In the distance, <laughs> Uluru. Uluru. That's what it is. It's, it's very like Australian. Yeah. Like, so they've got a sign up that says like that's not a knife and things. Yeah. Like and that. a big oh. great white shark hanging from the sea. If, they, if someone <laughs> else did that to Canadians, all the Rainbow Six people would be well upset. Mm. Yeah. If they were like mm, maple leaf sold <laughs> yeah. up there. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got the so yeah, the little um, there's two operators. You've got the defender Mozzie. I love Mozzie. Yeah. Mm. Mr. Steal Yo Drone, as he's, <laughs> that's what as he's called in the, in the video. video. <laughs> um, that's what is referred to in the questionable video introduced <laughs> to the operator. The video so, was so cheesy that they showed us that introduced yeah, it. And I'm that's what he actually said. He, is a, he is a cheeky little operator. I could see Dale using him. He's hmm. into his. Well, I, I, if you're into Twitch and you're into Valkyrie, it's kind oh, of. Well, Mute as well. Like, yeah. Mute is one of my favourite defenders, and he's basically like Mute, but enhanced so not only do you prevent their drones but you also take them and yeah. you can use them mm. against them I think that aspect of it is really cool um, I think also that you're you're planting them but you can also fire directly to to drones as well so if they come in and you see one go past you can fire your thing mm. straight onto it and take okay. it over yeah. immediately they're cool little spider drones it's like transformers shit he also has a really sexy reload am- uh, animation as well. You did like a little... Which, when you again, did that, you did a little lick. Guess, it was really creepy. Guess what this uh, VO, uh, VO artist in the video, he called the re- reload animation a ripper. Yeah, it's nice. the ripper. What? Using What's all the his words. reload animation? I don't it's understand. It's hard to describe. He kind of just pulls, the drone. He kind of pulls it out and like flips it in his hand and what puts anyone in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just pulls it out, flips he, it around. He just pulls it the out. Max and of, his gun's just back. That's exactly he what he sort does. He tilts the side of the mag, sort of flips up, but he's also yeah. putting the next one in. It's like a real smooth yeah. sort of motion. I didn't realise they had cool. custom reload animations they for do. operators. Yes, yeah. You never know. Pay attention, Joe. Mm. I don't really care. <laughs> what uh, about yeah. Gridlock, Simon? The attacker, Gridlock. An interesting attacker, because she's kind of... <laughs> you sound like the intro video now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you more about Gridlock. Um, <laughs> it's kind of an attacker, but with a very defensive gadget. So they're kind of like... Big goo traps, essentially. Well, they're like the metallic, though, aren't they? Yeah. They're like they're sort of so steel you throw traps. them down like you would a goo trap. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then they kind of just twelve come out over the period of a few. It makes seconds. no sense, like from a science. When you watch, I, I mean, there's someone who has a wind <laughs> yeah. wind grenade cannon. You can now, basically so. clog up a hallway. 
yeah. with these so no one can come behind you like a Roman defender like a Cavera. When you say mm. clog, do they get stuck in it? No, no, so it's just like they'll just fill the floor basically. Right. It's a bit like... Um, so it's, it slows you know, them um, down. It's a good um, comparison is actually um, Wrecking Ball's Mines in Overwatch. Okay. They'll fill a, like, fill a floor like right. that. And yeah, if you step on them, you get slowed down. Each one takes 10 damage. Yeah. So if you somehow have the ability to step on all 12 you will die okay right but that's not they also make a lot of noise as well so we find that people using them as sort of a warning measure Mm. they'd cover the floor within a room and if so then they know if somebody's coming behind them they'd hear them coming i was quite i feel like i'd be more likely to play gridlock but the downside is she's three armor and one speed and you know i i do like to run around a bit Mm. so it's not good for me is that the first female character with three armor um, that's a very good question. Yeah, uh, no, it doesn't mirror Myra. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Debunked. <laughs> but what, what's going to be exciting is seeing like all the ways people manage to use these gadgets and then combo them as yeah. well. Like there was already somebody hypothesizing that. Um, in, so if somebody, if say, if you plant the bomb diffuser, yeah. And then you can place all gridlocks things oh, around horrible. it yeah. to stop it. So just it just slows you down that's trying naughty. to get to it. And uh, although, do you notice there was also a big change as well now? So when you get revived, you don't get 50 health, you get 20 health. Yeah. Oh. So a revive, you're practically dead. That's yeah. just going to make on team two killing. Of those, yeah, yeah. Ah, so now they have a way to combat team killing in this year coming forward, don't they? Yeah. So if you. It wasn't was it, quite you, clear how it works, but I think they're experimenting with it at the moment. But it was if you kill one person on your team, whatever. But if you yeah, kill obviously. Sec- but if you kill a second person, then you die. Mm. And it says you killed so yourself. It can, it and can you die accidentally. Immediately. But what happens to the happen. second person? Are they down as well? No, 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 they, no damage is no taken. Damage, from... No damage. Oh, that's weird. So yeah. if you team kill one person, that can happen by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you did a second, then you die. What to prevent people from start spawning at the game and just shooting everyone. We have you accidentally, yeah. just, just theoretically, I mean, no one would ever do this. <laughs> what if you accidentally threw a grenade at two of your teammates because <laughs> you were trying to press the ability button? Then I guess you'd be team killed. Oh, you'd be killed, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, have you ever done that, Joe? No. <laughs> uh, I want to move on to a section. Is that all you have to say about Rainbow? I apologize. Um, no, I'm just looking forward to the new operators. I think the last few sets of operators, they haven't really appealed to me. Yeah. <laughs> But these ones, I'm actually... I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm well into gear. It does yeah. feel a bit like with the last two sets. Because this is like their 43rd and 44th operator yeah. or something. I think it's 45th and 46th. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Um, like, it does feel a bit to me like they're starting to run out of ability ideas and they're just mm. making old ones slightly better but with some downsides. I'm, I do know what you mean, yeah. Like Mute versus... Uh, Mozzie. Mozzie. They do different things, though, because Mute can stop, like... Uh, thermite and stop Habana and Habana. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Mozzie yeah. can't, is only really useful for taking over drones. Yeah. And yeah, watching those pros play it made me go, do you know what? Fuck if it. we play it enough, <laughs> we can be that. We can get 400 grand each. Yeah. Why not? Uh, let's move on to a section I'd like to call Cardi doesn't like films. Well, that's <laughs> completely untrue. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this, I'm, I'm not that negative on these. All well, right, let's just call it plain films. Plain mm. films. So, um, I think we've all seen Bohemian Rhapsody now. Yes, we have, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have the most negative opinion mm. just because I thought it was fairly naff. Yeah. And I know that's it is kind of meant to be a bit yeah. tongue-in-cheek and a bit, you know, it's not a hard biopic by any means. No, not, not at all. But my issue with it is I love all the music because Queen are incredible. Yeah. The music pieces, they're all good. The acting, it's crazy you know what, that, it's the linuses are very good. I can't mm. believe he... Composed Bohemian Rhapsody behind his head on yeah, a bed. Yeah, don't get me started <laughs> on the amazing. way they make That's these songs. Freddie. Yeah, oh, God. Um, those bits aren't the bits that get me, particularly how they wrote the songs, because it's very probably uninteresting how they wrote those songs. They probably sat in a room together and just played around instruments until they found something they like. What, you don't think he sat by a window and cried at his own lyrics and said, <laughs> That's very good. Yes. Um, the bits that get me are when they just completely fictionalise the story of this band, which. I know it is a fictionalisation, it's a film, but nowhere at the start of the film do they preface yeah, right. it by saying this isn't how it happened. So, and if you don't know, you know, I'm quite familiar with Queen. I grew up on Queen. My parents were lucky enough to see Queen a few times. Yeah. I'm very jealous of that. But um, if you don't know the story of Freddie Mercury, Queen, you're going to watch that film and go, oh, he was a bastard. Yeah. I'm and he re- wasn't. I'm I said really, that really weird. I, I'm <laughs> really, like... I enjoyed it for what it was, yeah. but you talking about it has made me like it less in retrospect because yeah. you're right in as much as like 
as a history of Queen. Yeah. It's actually almost irresponsible. Yeah, well, like, they, like, make it, him to be a bit of a tyrant, which I never believe he was meant to be. And there's, like, a period where it's almost like two years they make it seem like they didn't speak to each other. Yeah. And that never happened. And is, is that... And they, the guy who... The Northern Irish guy. Yeah. yeah. Jim. Is that Jim? No, that no. Jim's his actual Oh, boy. yeah, yeah. Who was that guy? Well, they also lie about him because he was never a servant at a party. That's yeah. mad. They yeah. met, met at a completely different Wasn't he time. his like, hairdresser or something like uh, that? He was a hairdresser, but yes. they met at a oh, club. Okay. But, like, the the Irish guy... Yeah. Mm. Was he actually evil? I don't like, know. They make <laughs> him presented like as He's evil. there to disrupt his whole life. Yeah. It's, bad. it's almost like... Yeah, it's mental. Like, and I just felt really sorry for him. Like, I, I don't know... Is this a spoiler? I don't know. Can you spoil this film? I don't know. Well, if it's completely you can made because up. it's made up. Yeah. But it does annoy me that, and obviously, like Brian May and um, I've completely forgot Roger Taylor mm. signed off on this story, which is also a bit mad to me that they'd yeah. want this to come over this way. But like the fact that they give him AIDS about four years early to me <laughs> is I, mental. But it, it serves a narrative purpose though, doesn't but it? That's, that's, that's not a what problem. Happened, I guess they don't go this is a fictionalization. So the but, poster for um the Elton John film, Rocket mm. Man, came out yesterday and it has a really interesting tagline which is a true life uh, it's something like a, a true life fantasy. Okay. Yeah. And like I wish they'd marketed Bohemian Rhapsody as that because like I don't mind like Queen actually kind of works for whoa we've made it up yeah. it's all crazy yeah. but especially it's still if you the same had some songs. more like, I'm like, into that almost what the Beatles kind of did some more like crazy psychedelic stuff you could yeah. have some weird sections like that I think especially with, like, with them but the fact that it is just a straight drama that's a bit Do you not... naff I think basically I think it's naff but enjoyable I like, think his performance that. is good like we were saying once he gets to the eighties it's better yeah. so at the start it's a bit. The, too much, I think. The Brian May impression is unbelievable. It's very well. good. That guy's uh, that guy's version of Brian May is but, occasionally yeah, just, indistinguishable. Like the fact that they basically use him getting AIDS as a reason for the band to get back together to me is a bit. Yeah, it's not very not cool. right. Yeah. I I completely disagree with you two. Like <laughs> mm. it it feels to me like this argument is like fans of original comic books saying, oh, the film didn't do it justice. But, not, it's, real. Know, but it's not real. It's know, not a real but, person. But I'm watching a film. It's real to me, God damn I, it. I knew all the Queen stuff before going in as well and I just accepted this is just a dramatised like reimagining of their story mm. for a... You but know, if for you had of telling a cool but story, if you hadn't known Queen, wouldn't you come out of that thinking, "Oh, Freddie Mercury was a bit of a tyrant"? But that's not a film's. Res- that's not their responsibility to portray know, his feel- Their responsibility to tell a good story and mm. make it engaging. I don't know. And I enjoyed it for that. I'm I not watching like a documentary. <laughs> like I, I just, I just found it. Like my problem with the film was the fact that it felt. Here's a scene about how they wrote this song. Here's a scene about how they wrote this song. Here's a scene mm. about the that's all I wanted. And I wanted, I wanted like more of a life story of Freddie mm. Mercury as opposed to like just a scene talking about how they wrote "We Will Rock You." Like I think yeah. it is kind whatever. of meant to be about them. That's the problem. Is it yeah. struggles with being a story about Freddie Mercury and a story about Queen? Yeah. Well, I think it's because it can't decide which one it wants to be. I don't think the half, real life story no. of Queen is necessarily would work mm. in a film. They had to like sort of reimagine it, and that's why I think like Brian May. And Roger Taylor like signed off on it because mm. it, it it works as a film, it works as a unit. And I I thought the performances were mostly incredible, and I I really enjoyed it. I don't yeah. don't I didn't I not think, enjoy it. I just thought it was naff and irresponsible. I think we can all agree. <laughs> I think we can all agree that the Wembley section is fucking oh, brilliant. It's, it's great, fantastic. but why have they cut out crazy little thing called love? Because it would be. I long. mean, something uh, you got to trip at some point, haven't you? Out? Such an angry man. I'm not yeah. an angry Talk man. Talk about your other film, like, Ed. Well, yeah, this is <laughs> this is one that actually disappoints me because the favorite. Yeah. Everyone's been banging on about the favorite, and I like the trailer. I thought I'd like it. Yeah. Yorgos Lanthimos, mm. his last film, Killing of a Sacred Deer. I love that film. Lobsters, good. Yeah. Dogtooth's apparently brills. Haven't seen it, <laughs> but um, yeah, Killing of a Sacred Deer is brilliant. Mm. Dark, as, as grim a film as you can probably see. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, definitely see that. Mm-hmm. But the favourite did not agree with me at all. <laughs> and I thought I'd like it because I do tend to like slow, long films. Yeah. It's not even that long. But That's I don't know. It. Maybe I wasn't in the mood. It just did not grab me. It didn't interest me. Is it a career-defining performance from Olivia Coleman? She's very good. All the acting's very good. You can't fault the acting. It's very well done. What's all the stuff about fisheye lenses? It's a bit weird at times. What but is that? I, I get... I'm not going to... Yeah, it's a style which I don't dislike. Is, I just found it quite boring. Is it? Is are there whole scenes in fisheye? Is that a thing? From memory, because I've seen like from memes memory. About I remember. It. I remember some long shots in fisheye. I don't remember whole scenes, but okay, 
it, maybe that's what it is. It just didn't. If you don't know what it's about, it's about um, Queen Anne, and it's more towards the end of her reign, I believe, where she kind of didn't really have much power. To be honest, the mm. prime minister was on a case, <laughs> and it's just about this love tri- weird love triangle between these three women, mm. and it's just kind of sad and. It struck me of I, I just didn't get on with it. It struck me as you know when you go see Shakespeare and people laugh at the bits I hate that, that aren't oh, funny, God, but yeah. they think are funny because yeah. they were written by Shakespeare. I once saw David Suchet of Poirot fame doing that, and it disappointed uh, me. It's not. <laughs> it's it's meant to be a dark comedy, but I didn't find it very funny, and I thought it was fairly by numbers. To me, it reminded me of a poor man's phantom thread it's that similar sort of style and tone but okay. phantom thread's just far better film fair enough yeah uh, to finish the quick section on plain films I watched yep. Searching thought it was well good mm. do you know what um, I wish I had yeah that's a, that's a very good plain film because see it on the smallest screen you can <laughs> um, it, John Cho's fun in it and it's got a good ending mm, good end. uh, let's finish off the general topics with Dreams, the much teased yes, dreams. dreams. <laughs> yeah. I had the pleasure yesterday of visiting Media Molecule. That's cool. They've got a lovely. It's exactly I've how you imagine their office. office. Just like you know, scribbles on the wall, drawings everywhere. It looks like it was it's made amazing. in Little Big Little Big Planet. Yeah, it's like a you know when you like a child's nursery where there's just loads of drawings on the wall. I was yeah, it's, like, say, I it's kind have, of like a grown-up version of that. I imagine <laughs> they have a giant wall for just ideas and like yeah. marker pens. Lying you know, they've around. got their, me- their meeting room, <laughs> meeting room with like bean bags and stuff like that. It's it's fun. Get yeah. cubicles but, and color it grey like this Nintendo. Is, <laughs> this is the first time I've been able to go hands-on and really see dreams. And I've been intrigued by it, and they had the six-week like private beta mm. a few weeks ago, and some of the stuff that came out of that I was like, this is incredible. I can't believe it's that simple to do, and that you can do it this quickly. Yeah. This this game is incredible. Yeah. I I am blown away by what you can do in this thing. Cardi came back into the office yesterday and just loaded up the capture he'd got and yeah. just kept. Turning like I was trying to work. He kept turning me around. I liked it. He turned, kept turning me around, just going, "Look how, look at this!" Yeah, and it was just like little things. I wasn't doing like the biggest thing I achieved, as we've discussed, is so the amazing thing about dreams is you can just take a cube and sculpt from using. It's the first game I think in a long time that genuinely benefits from using the move controllers. Mm. Right, and you basically just sculpt with your hands. You can. Just make sculptures in like some of the art that the devs have made. I know obviously they're going to be the best in it at the world at yeah. the moment, but in less than a day, they're creating like sculptures that wouldn't look out of place in actual museums in this thing. And the amazing thing is, anything you create in the game is uploaded to the server and you can just download mm. and put it in your scene or your game or your so film or your you, artwork. Do you tag those things? I think you do. You tag them and then you get a notification every time someone uses it. So you can go check it out and yeah. see how they've used it. And the amazing thing is anything you take can also be remixed. So, like, say I found... So I the first thing I made was a donut, as we've discussed earlier, because <laughs> yeah. there happens to be he's a donut shape. Donuts. And I painted it pink on top, and it looked very nice. Then I cloned it ten times and made it look like a man was eating them. They were just floating into his mouth. So I took this head. I just searched head in the server, and I found this mad head with a man's face open. Maybe this will be the thumbnail was still of this. That's so a good idea, actually. And then I thought, well, this man has no body. So I searched <laughs> animal and I found this incredible like sculpture that someone had made of a blue bird. Yeah. So I took that blue bird onto my palette, mm-hmm. then just removed the head. How did you remove the head? You just select it and delete it. So the head you can was remix. different from the body. Yeah. They'd been sculpted they, in pieces. Yeah. So right. you can just remove parts and remix it. So this man now has a bird's body yeah. and he's eating 10 donuts. Mm. That's that's what I achieved. And all those my, donuts and that exist me, forever. Yeah. I can upload. Yeah. So if you search donut, you can probably find my nice. donut. Cardi's original donut. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. That's going to be worth millions. And <laughs> I'm not. That took me about 20 minutes and it looked fairly good. Yeah. So, I like the um, look of it. Yeah. And... Yeah, I was uh, check out a video that will be on site by now is of the art director of the he'll, game. He'll be up by now. Who is incredible, and just I had sat down with him for half an hour as he just created this incredible, like coastal landscape with this postmodernist sculpture building in the mm. middle of it in less than half an hour. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, obviously this sounds like amazing tools. Yeah, and like, but is it a game purely about creation? 
I I for, I think that's the good thing. You can play it however you want. So you can also create. You can also do a thing called dream surfing, which yeah. is basically just going into other people's creations, which can be comic book panels. Like someone's created a building, which is basically an art gallery to put all their sculptures in. So you can just go in a virtual art gallery. You can create any game you can think of. Pretty much, there's a first person shooter that was created. There's like a puzzle. There's a full like escape room puzzle game that someone I built. Saw you, nah, the nah, space fire that you were talking space about. Space fire is well, like, actually like an es- escape room would be great for this because yes. you could build like the structure that needs to be there for the puzzle and then cover it up. You with could stuff. Like, literally cool. like recreate the witness in this. It's mad. It would actually look quite similar to the witness as well know, in yeah. style. Well, you can do any style as well. Yeah. That's the ridiculous thing about. It. I'm. It's so. I realize now when talking about how they've had such a hard time getting across what this is. Well, I just didn't understand the control of, of it for so long. It's kind of yeah. anything you want it to be, which is yeah. mad. Like, you can literally be someone who spends an hour, a hundred hours in this game, being someone who just designs trees. You could create a thousand different types of trees to the minute detail that other people can use in their scenes. That's Or you can be someone who creates a whole hour-long animated film. I think that's the smartest thing, is this idea of tagging stuff and being able to use anyone else's. And you pointed out that mm. anyone who uses your stuff is logged, so you can yeah. go into anything your creations have been used in, yeah. which I think is fucking that's, fascinating. Yeah. Like, if you make something really popular, yeah. like, imagine how many worlds you're going to well, see that's the thing, that in. And that one little stupid bird man eating a donut thing, there was th- me and two other people who had created that, technically. Yeah, collaborators. Like, there could be films where, yeah, Unknowingly, five thousand people have contributed to you one sound, you piece sound like of art. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I know. His hit record. I know. Program. I, I'm, it's a hard thing to get across, and it's one of those that I would love to play when it's out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's going early access soon. And yeah, I just I'm looking forward to it. I am really excited about having it in the office. Yeah. Because I can see us like yeah. I I personally I don't know how much I'm going to play it at home. Yeah. Because I'm not creative, <laughs> at least not That's the visually. Thing, like, but you don't have to be that good. I think you can just keep sketching and like it's so it's surprisingly easy to use. I obviously wasn't doing anything to the level of the things I was seeing, but mm. I reckon with enough practice, you could be. <clears throat> can you imagine like? In 20 years' time, do you think there's going to be like devs and game creators who made their first thing well, inside Dream? They were t- I, I think so. I yeah. was like, talking to some of the devs, and they were like, they were talking to some devs from another company, mm. and they were saying that genuinely, if you want to start making games, like start learning like the, in dreams. That absolutely yeah. seems like the best way to like, do it if you don't have any coding experience. It, it yeah. feels like kind of a progression. You know, Twine? Mm. Like, which is a kind of easy visual way to make adventure game, like text yeah. adventures. Yeah. Like, this feels like a natural segue from that. Yeah. Like, this idea of kind of democratizing development in some yeah. way. Like, I'm really excited about yeah, what I'm just about creating, yeah, creating little dioramas, basically. There, were, there was obviously do, those yeah. videos that leaked, and they were just from like private beta stuff, mm. where it's like, where people made Dead Space and they'd made, what was the other big one that they made? Oh, uh, I don't know. Basically, like, Death Stranding-like things were coming out as well, and... Something was else, just... like, super impressive, like that, so, but the Dead Space one, I watched yeah. it, and it's like, you could watch that easily, but, that is Dead Space, there's yeah. like, there was no difference. Seriously? It was like the one of the opening cutscenes. I missed that. I uh, came away incredible. just basically super impressed by this thing. That's amazing. And, yeah. I'm very try excited. It. Yeah. Anytime you can try it, I don't know if they'll how you get into early access or B or anything, mm. but if you get the chance to try it, definitely try it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Your enthusiasm is infectious, Carl. <laughs> uh, speaking of infections, <laughs> I've got a fever for a quiz. Oh shit! Uh, is a fever an infection? Let's go. With that. Uh, <laughs> what is a guess disease? What, what the is password is for this? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Oh, I nearly play some UK garage again. Uh, right. Boys, it's the endless search for our quizzes. Uh, I hear last week's was a disaster. Yep. Uh, So I'm coming back with a good one that has come from a man called Alan. And I haven't written down Alan's last name. (laughs) I apologize, Alan. Uh, He gave us two ideas, one of which is the often uh, suggested essentially Six Degrees of Separation or Kevin Bacon game. Yes. Mm. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) We've seen that come through quite a lot. Loads of people have played that. We're done stealing games from famous people. Yeah. <laughs> the football ramble made a meme out of us. That was fun. Uh, and, uh, so this one is currently tentatively called Which is Better, Ooh. which does fit the stupid theme. Which is oh. better. Mm. Which is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is how Alan describes it. 
You name a category for movies, which can be anything. I'm making this movies and games. Uh, so his examples are sci-fi, released in 2007, starring Brad Pitt, etc. Each contestant has to name one movie or game that fits into the category. And then the two movies or games are compared on one of IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Box Office Gross, etc. With the higher score winning. So I'll, okay. this will make much more yeah, sense when we like get to the categories I've written. Okay, yeah. uh, if one of so the movies it's, it's doesn't... It's a bit like Top Trumps. Yes, exactly. Okay. If one of the movies doesn't fit into the category for whatever reason, then it's an instant loss. Cheers, Alan. Well, what's Ooh. the process for who gets to go first? We'll just we'll do a coin flip initially, and okay. then you'll alternate. All right. Uh, but before that, jingle in it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better? 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 We're gonna flip my wallet. How do we? Which is the biggest version of a coin? Just black on both sides. No one says osp, and the other one says nothing. So it's osp or nothing. Osp or nofs. I'll go nothing, please. You're going nothing. You'll go for osp. If it opens, we reflip. Oh uh, no, uh, it's landed. We should have landed sideways. Why didn't we just get a coin? No, I'm flipping off. <laughs> oh Wait, it's closed. Okay. It's nothing. You win. You okay. go first. I win nothing. <laughs> Guys, it's not going well. Let's go. Carry it on. Okay. The first category is this a film with the in the title. And the top Trump category we're playing for is the highest worldwide gross, according Ooh. to Box Office Mojo. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna and I go first. Yeah. You go first. I am going to go for. That's me typing. I'm gonna go for the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Fucker. Uh, should we look one. for yours first? I don't no, know. I feel, no, I feel like best. there's got to be a time limit. Like Dale's got. <sighs> yeah. A few seconds. You've to got until I can type in the Dark I mean, Knight. I mean, I was originally gonna go for The Shining, but no, that's definitely not be that. So I'm gonna go. The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's clever. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Check. <coughs> Are we going? Yeah. What's the thought of The Rock at one point? Worldwide <laughs> lifetime gross for The Dark Knight. One billion four million nine hundred thirty-four thousand and thirty-three dollars. One point four, four bill. Quietly. Not one point four bill. One point zero zero four bill. Oh, okay. Uh, let's not go crazy. You said four million. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, yeah. Do, Come on, mate. I don't do maths very well. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises lifetime worldwide gross one billion eighty four million nine hundred thirty nine thousand ninety nine dollars or eighty eighty four, and he had one billion and four. Oh, and four. So. 80 million in it, which Ooh. is pretty small for this. Yeah. Someone say that was a cheap shot there. That's, Bell, but, that's uh, like if you took out, I reckon, Luxembourg. Because yeah. <laughs> it's rich there. They probably spend loads. Yeah. Dale's on it. I know what mm. film I'd rather watch. And he's on the break <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, that's This is a great game already. I'm well happy. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, next category. We're cheap. on to games. Cheap. How is it cheap? Just because it was the sequel. Just you can think of anything. I, mean, I think that's good. It's the Wild West of this game right now. We can do okay. whatever you need to see what you say. I'll say <laughs> the two after it. Uh, right. We're going for a game that came out in 2017. And we're looking for the highest score on Metacritic. Oh. Not Sorry, Metacritic rival Open Critic. 2017. Okay. What so, was 2017? Exactly. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Oh, you already think. gone. Yeah. That's not giving me much time. I'm pretty sure yeah. that was 2017. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, someone's asking you to do some work. Okay. Uh, Shit, was, was that 2016? I believe. March 2016. Oh, no, March 2017. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, I've gone mad. Uh, I've gone mad. Um, oh, just a What game am I thinking of? I it's saw it game, first in 2016, which okay. is why I've got that in my head. Which one was it? Well, I mean, think of what was up for game. I shouldn't be giving you clues, but yeah, think yeah, of what's yeah, up yeah. for game of the I'm year with Breath of the Wild. I wish I hadn't done 2017, to be honest. <laughs> I um, avoided 2016 because I thought Breath of the Wild was in it. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for FIFA 18. Mm. Oh, you're struggling there, mate. <laughs> I just, just trying to go for something. 
Yeah, I couldn't remember which I mean, Call of Duty came Mario, out that year. Mario Odyssey came out that year. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't think of which Call of Duty. Breath of the Wild. Oh, sorry. I was still thinking of money-wise. <laughs> I've gone completely mad. Yeah. Breath <laughs> of the Wild's average score was 96 out of 100. Uh, I don't think I would have beaten that. FIFA was 83. Yeah, so I, was, I still had most money made in I my head. I think what's happened there is <laughs> you've immediately picked the top... Yeah. 2017. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be in that anyway, so okay. I don't feel too bad. Just Next playing the rules, guys. Just yeah. playing the rules. I, no, I think that's great. I just have money on the mind. <laughs> As always. Uh, going by the list on IMDb called film most popular Wilhelm Scream titles, oh. a film containing the Wilhelm Scream. Oh, I've got one. By IMDb user rating. By IMDb oh, user nice, rating. Okay. Um, Cardi first. Empire Strikes Back. Fuck him. Yeah. Okay, um... Do you know they've officially retired the Wilhelm scream in Star Wars? I didn't. I only found that Good out. Good fact. Um, I'm just thinking what Indiana Jones film to go for. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting, interesting. The Temple of Doom. Ooh, oh, that's, that's, that's the worst one. Well, no, you've oh. said it now. I, uh, I think we have to accept that. Yeah, okay. Fuck, I should have said that. What was I thinking? Empire Strikes Back, 8.8 out of 10. Tight. Temple of Doom, 7.6 out of 10. Mm. It's 2 1 that's to a Dale. Stupid answer. What was I thinking? Dale on the, loses the break point this time. That can't be much higher than Empire. No. I bet there is. 8.8. .8. For a Wilhelm Scream film. This knowing or like well, outside of Star Lucas Wars, and Spielberg yeah. films, like yeah. which one? Does Die Hard have one? Yes. Oh no, Die Hard 3, I think, does, but I don't know <laughs> if it's not going to be higher than that. Uh, with a vengeance is pretty fucking yeah, it's good, nice. mate. It's not better than Empire Strikes <laughs> uh, Back. The lowest Metacritic score for a superhero TV show. Oh, okay. Um, there's no time period specific. Nope. Any TV show. Okay. I mean, bear in mind that Metacritic started probably in the last decade. So, mm. okay. I would. Okay, okay, okay. Bear that in mind. Is it you first this time? Yes. It is. Okay. Um, lowest Metacritic score. All right, I'm gonna go probably one of the DC ones. Ah, oh. Arrow. That's probably not a good choice. I'm gonna go for dodge. Iron Fist. Oh, that's good. that is a good shout. I think I think Cardi's got that. Arrow seven. This used to be my life. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Oh, it's Monday.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really this worried. is a shambles. I was really worried that this, this quiz actually will become an absolute shambles. I thought there was going to be some pono on your. This is Dale, Dale used this last, so I was worried. Arrow got seventy three. Oh, people like it, don't they? That's mad. Yeah, I watched the first two series of that. If Iron Fist has higher than that, I'm Iron Fist up. has thirty seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely Half. savaged. By the Metacritic. I, I, I was going to go for Luke Cage and the Defenders at one point, mm. but then I was like, oh, Marvel ones are always tend to be is that more too well received. Is it going that down is to too a tie all. Break? We're going down to a tie mm. break, but Cardi won the flip, which means he's Ooh. got the top. I'm looking for the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score for a movie featuring Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> okay. this was originally uh, highest, and then I remembered everyone's going to say sideways, okay, and it's his top um, film. Um, Oh, what's the film I'm thinking I'm just, I, of? I bet I'm thinking of the same film. I'm just blanking on the name of it. Um, don't I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. He's in some shite. Yeah. He's in a film. I don't know if it's a... Uh, Lois Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if people like this film or think it's funny or not. There's one film I'm thinking of, which I can't remember the oh, name oh, of. Just, are you going to go? Okay, you... yeah, I'm going to go with Shoot em Up. Motherfucker! Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, you've got a little bit of time to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Play. That's I a, would never have thought. That was the one I immediately I watched mind. that film about five times at a mate's. What? <laughs> we just found it hilarious. Jesus. Oh, that's a better reason. Like, I'm thinking of good films. I used films to stay at his house now. quite a lot, and we used to watch that film because we thought it was hilarious. You've absolutely won this. Shoot 'em up featuring Paul Giamatti. All I can think of right now. I mean, is it's not. It's something about Mary and Spider Man 2. <laughs> Amazing Spider Man 2. They're the only ones I can think of right now. Say a film, Dale. Oh, there's something about Mary. It's gonna... oh, I can't think of any of this. I wish you'd gone for, go for the other one. Oh, shit. Yes. Well, hang on. No, that was well received, wasn't it? Reasonably. No. Mm. No. That's the one with Jamie Foxx in it, wasn't it? Yeah, but it wasn't that bad. Shoot 'em up. 67% Rotten Tomatoes score. Higher than I thought. Mm. Yeah. There's something about Mary 
83%. It's certified fresh, Dale. Oh, my God. The one I was trying to think of. What is is, um, Amazing Spider-Man? That's a good idea. (laughs) That's a good test. Amazing Spider-Man What was the film of Frankie Moon is in that he was in? (laughs) Oh, was it um, the spy one? Yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. What is the spy who was a kid once? (laughs) Is it that one? I don't know. Agent Cody Banks? Agent Cody Banks. Was he in that? He was in the other one. Amazing Spider-Man 2, 52%. Mother. Rotten. Oh. You would have won. Oh. Unlucky. I've this made game's some wicked, stupid last-minute yeah. decisions. This is, this is a good game. Alan, you're great. We may have uh, found Joe's game. I just want to... We'll just want to look at this. Yeah, earlier I was looking through films Paul Giamatti's been in. Yeah, he's in a Rob Zombie film called The Haunted World of El Superbisto. Oh my god, <laughs> what the amazing. fuck is that? <laughs> um, what are we looking for? Cody Banks. Alpha. No, it's not Cody Banks. It's not Cody it's, Banks. Um, Spy Kids. No, I'll find it. It's um, it's got like. <laughs> oh, I really it? want to know what it is now. I'm gonna find it. Is it yes. Big Fat Liar? Big Fat Liar. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> big Fat Liar. He plays Marty Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at what you got. Would have got for that. Big Fat Liar. Does he play the Big Fat Liar? I think he might be, but he turns blue in it. I think. <coughs> oh, that was a that would have been a banger. Forty-two percent. There we go. But didn't need it. Didn't need it. Fair play. Oh once yeah, there he is, blue. Once again, a lot of pressure. Just to clarify the scores, not three, two <laughs> to Cardi. <laughs> People need to know who won. Yeah. I think that's a legit banger of a game. Good, it's a good game. It's yeah, a good, it's good game. Fun. A lot of variety. Well involved. done, Alan. Right, on to feedback. Yes. Feedback. We haven't got a great deal this week. No. I think Cardi can read this one. And then I've got oh, a follow-up. Oh, I've, I've, I've been given number one. Oh, it's Dale first, sorry. I've not read this I yet. I didn't realise we had three. This is from Tom Meadows. And he says, something we haven't heard in a while. Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah. After this week's lovely long chat about Football Manager, I feel compared to share with you a name that has eclipsed Donovan in its hilarity. <laughs> it was around 06, 07, and I signed a new-gen goalkeeper called Jod Body Slam. <laughs> Sorry, what was the first name? Jod. 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 <laughs> J-O-D. <laughs> Jod Body Jod. Slam. Does it say what nationality Jod Body Slam was? Uh, no, it doesn't. God, I hope he was American. <laughs> John Bodyslam. <laughs> uh, it's an internal disappointment of mine that I no longer have a photo proof of this beast. <laughs> but I was wondering if anyone had experience similar in their games. Um, oh, I must have had so many funny names That's it. over the years. I've probably had tons, but I don't remember any amazing ones. The, the, the funniest name I've ever found in Football Manager was, I think, in 05, where there was a real Brazilian player in like lower Brazilian leagues called Banana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I signed a player the other week who was just called Jan Grot. Just because it was Grot. Jan Grot. <laughs> Sounds like a really sad Bristolian porn star. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't very good and I got rid of him eventually, but, you know, he got a run. Amazing. Uh, I must any? have had so many. I mean, you've uh, had Donovan Driver, which is one Donovan of the best. Donovan's good. still going strong as us, still going strong. How, what's, uh, he, what's his value uh, these we did days? A, we did a big update last week. Oh, well, so well, well, well. I'll listen back. back. I apologise. Yeah. Um, got some more feedback here. Yeah, please. Mm. This one's from Brian Hairston. He says, hello, gents. Love the podcast. Your good. question... Good. <laughs> <laughs> Your question from a couple of weeks ago about bad movies in the cinema got me thinking. What's the worst movie? Yeah, what's the worst movie you've ever seen that just had the dopest trailer ever? Dopest. You've never heard me say dopest before. <laughs> I think for me, it's the Last Jedi, firmly in the hate camp. No, oh, shut up. <laughs> the trailer's not even that good. Um, with Suicide Squad running a close second. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Trailer's all right for that. Yeah, what? Any ideas? I've got a couple. Uh, the one the, I did some research and okay. I struggled. Uh, the one that came to mind was Grindhouse. Right. Grindhouse, I thought was a very intriguing prospect. I and mean, then when you actually see that I quite film, all those like films, Death Proof. I, I, I was oh. going to say I quite like Planet Terror. <laughs> <laughs> Planet Terror. I, I thought Death Proof was an absolute stinker. Really? I don't yeah. mind Death Proof. I never even bothered with Death Proof. Um, <laughs> one of mine, as I mentioned earlier, when the first Bohemian Rhapsody trailer came out, I was like, bang up for this. Yeah, blending all the music trailer. together into oh, it's amazing. Way too hard on this film. It's naff. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, not it's that a little bad. less than fine. It just irked me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Get off my case. Another one. Man of Steel. Okay. Ooh. I think that first trailer... I think it's well known that Snack, uh, Zack Schneider... Snack Snyder. Snyder. I'm Snack Zyder. This is my friend, John Bodyslam. <laughs> I think it's well known he can make a good trailer. Whether he can make a good film has, hasn't been a while since he's done that, really. Mm. Uh, I think Actually, Watchmen's good. That reminds me of like, the first uh, Batman vs Superman teaser was kind of cool, I thought. 
Yeah. Do you remember that? Remember when you first it. got the reveal of like Batman mm. in the in the Iron Batman oh, suit with yeah. the yeah. eyes lighting up. I don't think Man of Steel is a terrible film. I, I don't oh, have I any do. need to watch it again. I think it. I thought it was okay, yeah. but I was really the trailer. I thought was brilliant. Mm. When he puts, you know, when he puts his fist in the snow mm. and then takes off. Oh God! And it had. Oh, it was good. Um, I think there's a lot of comedy. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's a lot of comedy films where you get all the good jokes that are in the trailer. Oh, and yeah. Sometimes they can make them look really good, and then you actually watch a film, you're like, I've literally seen all the films. Actually, yeah. that's a really good one. The Velvet Buzzsaw that came out on Netflix. Right. Yeah. The trailer's actually, fantastic. Yeah. The film, A, is a bit shit, and B, every single kill in that film, bar the final scene, mm. is in the trailer. It's like, mad. it's absurd. I, I, I don't remember seeing a trailer that so thoroughly ruins a film what? for such a long time. Why can't they all do what Marvel trailers do and just like reshoot bits and repurpose yeah. bits for the yeah. trailer? Like I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp for the first time the other day mm. and I had to go through a lot of that trailer footage for videos and I was like, there's so many things that were different in yeah. the film to what they were in the trailers. I really like great. that. Yeah. But if you have any amazing trailers for bad films let us know at IGN underscore UK feedback dot com also IGN dot com crazy crazy <laughs> names that the games have generated for you we want to know them as well yeah. crazy names crazy names I still want people to send in rumours they've heard about the video game industry after that one that said they knew all about their next Xbox <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. more I want more lies um, final piece of feedback not technically for us but it's a press release I received this morning subject line when did you last ejaculate <laughs> Uh, and I'm just going to read a bit of it. Whether it's not with a partner on your own, not for minutes or not for years, ejaculation remains not something for of minutes. Shh, ejaculation <laughs> remains something of a taboo subject that men don't normally discuss. Wow. However, for and this is why I'm reading this email, not for the subject line, <laughs> for Kenny Mamarella de Cruz, what <laughs> dubbed the Man Whisperer. <laughs> It's one of the first questions that's asked in his men's groups. <laughs> oh, honestly, I have why no have idea what's what going on. Why have I you received this press I have no idea. <laughs> have you been looking at things? I've been looking at if Kenny Mamarella de Cruz. If you need someone to talk to, come talk to Kenny. Uh, yeah, Kenny Mamarella de Cruz aims to get to the heart of any man's issues, whether it's with wealth, embar- wealth, em- wealth embarrassment... <laughs> what? Or the inevitable midlife crisis. Inevitable, what? Wait, Jesus. what is this promoting? Is it just promoting just Kenny? Help. <laughs> Mr. Mamarella de Cruz's men's group. Whether you have money problems, penis problems. Yeah. I thought it was like a game or a film. Or no, what? he's offering up five reasons he asks men when they last ejaculated. Uh, those five reasons are shock and embarrassment. It rattles men's cages. It raises important issues. Then it just says, talk about experiences. <laughs> this just seems like a lot of sentences thrown together yeah. with no real meaning. And then... Insight. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to tell us the last time you ejaculated, no, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Give it to yourself. Yeah. Well, this has been a lovely little time, hasn't it? Talking it has. about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, gone off the rails. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to point this out. Sorry, I'm just learning about Ken- Kenny Mamarella de Cruz. Uh, Mamarella. He he travelled the world and tried his hand at shark feeding, firewalking, and managed to spell working with the Divine Mother Teresa in Calcutta. I have <laughs> settled on men's ejaculation as his final. Calling. I have a feeling in five years there's going to be a Netflix doc about the Kenny Mamarella cult. <laughs> yeah, the Kenny Mamarella de Cruz <laughs> men's groups. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to the Man, Ris- man Whisperer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, if you want to email us, it's IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Tell us when you last ejaculated. <laughs> don't. We really established don't do that. <laughs> Tell us when you last ejaculated. Was it minutes? Was it years? <laughs> Give us the insight. They're not sting. Anyway, <laughs> I've been Kenny Mamarella de Cruz, and these were my friends. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Slahin.
Hollow with the rinsing sound, hollow with the rinsing sound, hollow with the rinsing sound, hollow with the mixing sound, hollow with the rinsing 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 sound, hollow with the mixing sound, hollow with the rinsing sound, hollow with the mixing sound.